Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Great leaders, they stimulate belief without evidence. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. There ain't gonna be no four pillars. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. With Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker, and there is not a day that goes by where either on the air or off the air, Kerry and I don't quote Rick Venturi. Indeed. And we thought, you know what? <laughs> we got to get the coach on. He's the analyst now on the radio for the Indianapolis Colts, does fabulous work, and one of our all-time favorites here at 101 ESPN and in St. Louis. And he's on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line right now. Coach, always love hearing your voice. Good morning. How you doing? Oh, very good. Good friend and mentor. How are you doing? And Carrie, you know, go Illini. What can I say? No, I'm doing well. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure why, you know, except that if you have an offense that's 29th, uh, you know, tw- 29th basically in, in, in different things, 32nd in sacks, minus 6, 29th per rush, and you're still two, two, and one, and you've got your whole season in front of you, and you control your own destiny in the AFC South in the next two weeks. I guess that I guess that's a reason for joy, Randy. <laughs> Coach, one of the things that that I've heard you say multiple times, uh, and I guess it applies to those Indianapolis Colts, is either you're coaching it or you're allowing it. And I, I, that stuck with me. That has stuck with me through life since you said that. What are the what are they allowing in in Indianapolis, and what are they? Co- Coaching. What's going on? Well, it, it's like two chapters, uh, Carrie. On the one hand, on the one hand, they're they're playing very, very good defense. They haven't given up uh, a point in the fourth quarter or overtime. We've been in two overtimes, <clears throat> haven't given that up. Uh, they're eighth in total defense, tenth against the score. Um, they're really playing good, and they played really good against the Chiefs. And then again in that in that uh, game last Thursday night um, in Denver. So that part of it is good. Special teams has been outstanding. We changed both kickers in midstream, and both guys have paid dividends. Um, you know, the place kicker McLaughlin is this week's AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. So, you know, that chapter is really good. The the offensive chapter, chapter two, other than other than being able to somehow pull it together with selective amnesia late in the fourth quarter. Other than that, it's been putrid, really. I mean, we're sitting there with 21 sacks. We led the league in 18. We only gave up 18 for the season. You know, we're minus six in turnover ratios. We were number 14. We had plus 14 last year. 
number one. I mean, he's had seven interceptions and 11 fumbles, four of which he's lost. So he has accounted for 11 turnovers. So, you know, again, <laughs> if we're not coaching it, we are letting it happen now. There's a, there's a lot of reasons there. But, you know, it, it's like I said, it's two chapters. You know, as somebody said to me the other day, you know, the, you know, it, well, actually, Randy said it to me, and I thought it was pretty good. Offensively, we only got one way to go, and that's up. And if, 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 we can, if we can hold on to the other two things, you know, if we can hold on both defensively and special teams, you know, we got to get better. Our offensive line is just the biggest disappointment that uh, that I've seen in years, honestly, and that's got to change. Coach, how frustrating is it for, for Colts fans? You know, last year you felt like you were just a quarterback away. Uh, you got rid of Carson Wentz. You bring in Matt Ryan. How frustrating is it that, that this offense just has not been able to get going? Well, it's really frustrating, and you have to know Indianapolis. Indianapolis and St. Louis – are Midwestern towns, and you would think they would be about the same, but it's night and day different. St. Louis, I think because of the great success of the Cardinals over the years and two different professional football teams, is very much a professional attitude town. They have very little tolerance when you're not playing well. Indianapolis, by nature, is more of a collegiate atmosphere. You know, they cover, you know, uh, college football and basketball, and they're much more forgiving. But I'll be honest with you right now, Carrie, there is no forgiveness. I mean, they, <laughs> we, you know, we got booed off the – they got booed coming out of that Tennessee loss at home two weeks ago. Now they'll come back because it's, it's kind of homespun with Midwest uh, attitude here. But there is, a, there is a real, real distaste right now in the, in the fans, which I haven't seen here in a long time. Coach, when you're a coach, you say we got booed off the field. When you're a broadcaster, you say they got booed off the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's, yeah, you're right, Randy. It's, you're, I should know that. I started with you about 12 years ago. You, you know, I have learned to say that was an uneven performance, uneven. I guess that's code for lousy. You know? <laughs> right. Last week, Tom Brady said, what I'm seeing around the league is a lot of bad football. Can you address that comment? What do you think of that comment? Well, I, I, I agree in some cases, and in some cases I don't. I mean, like everybody talked about our 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 game was, uh, you know, the ugliest game ever. But, you know, if you coach defense your whole life like I have and, you know, survive that way for 41 years in coaching, I thought it was an absolutely beautiful defensive game. But I do think that there is a lot of sloppy play, uh, particularly in September. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with – you know, how teams now are limited. There's really no off season like when Kerry played, when I coached. There's no, you know, training camps are so watered down physically um, that they're, you know, it's almost a joke sometime when you, go to, when you go to practices. And so I think what happens, and then they don't play anybody in the preseason. They won't play their players. And I don't agree with that totally. I, you know, I, I, say, and I say it publicly here. I you know, I'm unfiltered to this day, but I do think it leads to September almost being a growth month. It's, um, you know, a situation where, you know, tackling, got people have to tackle, they got to get in place, uh, picking up stunts, all those things that you only get 
full speed, and most of those are things with feel for one another rather than blackboard stuff. And I, I, I think in that respect, it does lead to some bad sloppy football. Hey, Coach, uh, uh, being a coach, and, and I'm a coach now, there was a situation over the weekend with the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where there was a sack on third and long, and it was called a rough in the passer. Now, now I'm going to have you put your coach hat on. In that moment, are you – just absolutely losing it because of the call and what it was called. And, and what are your thoughts on, on just the, the roughing the passer calls the last couple of weeks and, and how that's been going for defensive players? Oh, no. I'll, you know, I absolutely am losing my mind. I'm losing my mind as a spectator, to be honest <laughs> with you, right. and as a defensive coach. Now, there's no question that the, the league has taken a ton of, of real positive steps for the safety of players and the safety in the long-term health of the game. There's no question about that. The game was starting to erode because of the concussion syndrome at the grassroots. You could see it in the grade schools, high schools, junior highs. And I think the league has done a really good job. And so, you know, that kind of has become the number one objective on Park Avenue. Now, on these type of things, you know, and, and Serator came out and said those are bad calls, and there was no finer official than, than Serator in the National Football League. And what that is is a lack of common sense. I mean, there, there is an interpretation of the law, but, you know, as Jones said, you know, are you going to teach me how to tackle? Where do I go? I'm 329 pounds. Where, you know, I've got, I've got the quarterback in my grasp. You know, and to me, the rule there is for blatant things, things that are totally dangerous to a player, you know, hitting head-to-head, all that kind of stuff, you know, a, a throwdown that is, uh, oh, you know, blatant. I mean, Grady, you know, Grady Jackson, I mean, he just he just spun him. I mean, he mm-hmm. got the quarterback and then the Jones things. No, that has to really change. That is – that that's bad. And, and, it, and, and I don't know what you tell players. You can't correct those two guys on those issues, and that's my barometer. Coach, we have obviously, it's it's radio, so we have a new listenership all the time. I don't know if Kerry's ever heard this. I don't know if Matthew, our producer, has ever heard this, but it's one of my all-time favorite coaching stories. When Belichick gets fired in Cleveland and your wife Sherry is out getting her hair done and you get a phone call, <laughs> and we don't have cell phones. Can you tell us that story quickly? Yeah, I can tell it to you real quickly. You know, I, I had gotten a, a call uh, from uh, Jim Mora, and uh, in the morning, and you know, we had we were out, we were out, at, you know, at Cleveland. And Jim said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I need a job." And he said, "Well, I think you'd be great here. Uh, what do you want me to do?" And I said, "Well, you know, call me in the morning. I'm going to meet with March Broda. He'll give me the axe, and then we'll be on our way." <laughs> and so March Broda didn't meet with me till three in the afternoon, which I still hold against him. But in reality. I called Jim at 3.30 and goes, Rick, you have to get on a plane at 4.30 because my owner's upset. It's Mardi Gras weekend. I have to have this done. You have to be on this plane. So I don't even have a change of clothes, to tell you the truth. So Ernie Adams, Bill's longtime assistant, I say, drive me by my house and take me to the airport. You're exactly right. Sherry was gone. I didn't have time to drive myself and park. I left her a note, and I just said... (laughs) I just got fired. I'm on my way to New Orleans for an interview. I will call you when I get there. And, and, and the wonderful wife that she's been 50-some years, she has that framed here in my man cave. Because I, I didn't even have a piece of tape. I just stuck it on the doorknob. The hole is still there in, in the paper. So, you know, that's 
that's one of my many stories that would go down into my book. Carrie would be titled Survivor. <laughs> I survived 41 years totally, 27 in the NFL without sponsorship. <laughs> it was survival. Coach, you're so great. We love having you on. We have to do this more often, and I, I love hearing your voices. As you know, love you, and so happy that you're doing what you're doing and enjoying what you're doing in Indy. Yeah, I really am. It's been a great second career. I started with you. I remember those pregame shows down on the field. Uh, everybody at that station was so good. They gave me an opportunity. And, you know, 12 years later, I, I guess, I, I don't want to flatter myself, but it has become a real second career. And I got to take my hat off to the Colts. They've really uh, embraced me and allow me to be myself. You know, the owner and GM has said to me at games, Rick, we'd just be Rick. You don't you don't have to do anything else. And, boy, I'll tell you what, I, sometimes I think they regret that a little bit. <laughs> hey. But I only, know, I only know it one way, and, you know, that's the only way I can do it. Thank goodness we were doing the pregame. Kerry, he was oh, stuck with the postgame. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough nights, <laughs> Coach. It was some tough nights me and Stalter had covering those postgame shows. It was oh, some, some memories that are still burned in my brain about some, some tough, tough Rams losses. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! Absolutely no, no. I tell you what, you're exactly right. But I was just learning the craft there with Randy, with the greatest there, and I was I was just learning my craft and doing whatever it took, you know, and 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 enjoying it. I, you know, my wife and I really, really liked St. Louis. It's 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 still hard for me to conceive of the Rams not being there. I just it's just very difficult. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I saw it coming. I, I you know, I'd been with. Uh, Two franchises that had moved, believe it or not, that's part of my survivor mentality. (laughs) And you just can kind of feel it when people are too far at odds to get it done. Absolutely. Coach, good to hear your voice. Go get them this weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Thank you much. See you later. That's the great Rick Venturi on 101 ESPN. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.